How do we start this thing off? Welcome to Chartable Radio Season 2. Hey everyone, welcome to Chartable Radio Season 2. We're doing a relaunch. Thank you for joining us today. My name is Aaron Dowd. I am one of the new account managers and now I guess sort of podcast host, uh, podcast guide. Uh, I'm, I'm getting the team back together to talk all things Chartable and podcasting. So I'm joined this week, this episode by uh, the co-founders, Dave and Harish. Uh, Dave as CEO and Hello. Harish as CTO. Guys, thank you for joining me today and uh, for putting up with mild technical difficulties while we get this thing back up and running and uh, and out the door. Yeah, thanks for having us, Aaron. Thanks for joining the team. We're excited to have you and excited to reboot this podcast, which despite its uh, very low listener numbers, has an outsized impact on the industry. I've heard it called the most important podcast <laughs> in podcasting. <laughs> it's, it's absolutely true. I, it's certainly one of the best podcasts about podcasting that is out there. The, uh, it's in the top 10, <laughs> for sure. Well, I mean, we made the chart, so it's not really fair. But if folks have uh, if folks have thoughts or feedback about that, where should they, where where should they direct emails? Definitely to Dave Harish at, at Chartable. Chartable. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first. If you have questions, Dave at uh, Dave or Harish at Chartable.com or Aaron at Chartable.com. This is this okay. Really, jokes aside, um, the the what I what I'm hoping to do with this show is give you the listener some insights into uh, the world here at Chartable and uh, and what we're building and what we're up to. Uh, so, with that in mind, this episode specifically is going to be about. Uh, what you guys have been up to since you recorded the last episode in November of 2019. What's What's been going on at Chartable? Uh, quiet year, yeah? Yeah, it's really not that much has been happening either at Chartable or in the world. You know, 2020 is well known to be one of the quietest years on record, both in podcasting and in like the geopolitical scene. Yeah. Well, there was, um, there was a big event that happened in March, which was uh, the neighbors below my apartment they started to file permits to do a renovation. Mm. That was the biggest thing <laughs> that happened in March of 2020. Riveting, riveting. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they may have been riveting. We don't know. But like, uh, what have you? What is? It? Tell me seriously. What's happened? We've been up to a lot. <laughs> yeah. So uh, in November of 2019, which is like just over a year ago at the time of recording, uh, the company was, I believe, four people officially, soon to be five. Um, we had just, uh, you know, spent a few months uh, building the first versions of our uh, advertising attribution product, Smart Ads, which helps uh, advertisers and publishers figure out the actual effectiveness of the ads they run on podcasts. And uh, you know, you fast forward a bit; a lot's happened in the year. Obviously, uh, you know, we can talk about COVID or whatever, or not talk about it, but it certainly yeah. um, was a defining event of the early part of this year and a focusing event for us as a company. Uh, we've we've been fortunate that uh, we've been able to grow the company uh, and grow the business and improve our products despite all the craziness like in the world it feels actually like there's a a weird dissonance there where like uh, you know we've made some big strides with the product and with the team and with the business and meanwhile the whole world outside feels totally nuts Uh, but you know we're fortunate uh, fortunate to be in that position I love that Harish from your perspective how was the how was the past year Um, well I mean you know, as Dave said, it's hard to contextualize the last year without thinking about COVID for anyone mm-hmm. globally. One uh, very surprising thing, perhaps to both of us, uh, but I'll say for myself, when the pandemic hit, we were 
absolutely convinced that our company, our little company, would not survive. Uh, Dave and I had a number of very long phone calls in which we uh, overanalyzed potentially or maybe didn't analyze enough the effects of the pandemic, the effects that it might have on our business. At the time, uh, we were just starting to open up uh, revenue streams for our business, and we were extremely happy with progress, and we were 100% certain that uh, this pandemic would decimate us. And we were so, wrong. Yeah, and we were wrong. And it's, uh, you know, as Dave said, we're incredibly fortunate to be in that position. Uh, things have not gone so well for many, many folks around the globe. Um, for us, we've actually felt our business growing uh, through the pandemic, which you know, you can paint any sort of lens around it, but for uh, us as a company has been incredibly positive to have that to hold on to uh, over the last eight months. Yeah, and there's kind of two things I'd point to. Like first is that we overreacted. There was a there was a drop in podcast listening that happened right in mid-March when, mm-hmm. um, you know, the lockdowns first started happening and stuff like yeah. that. But uh, listening totally recovered you know, probably a lot faster than folks would have guessed. Like by early June, it was already back. Uh, you know, downloads recovered pretty quickly, but the actual consumption also recovered very quickly. Um, and then also we were, you know, it was somewhat of a focusing event for us. Like, you know, it was like such a shock to the system. And so we really um, spent a lot of time focusing on, you know, what a lot of companies do focus on, of course, which is revenue and like figuring out sales. And um, it turns out there's a lot of folks on the advertising side that, uh, increase their spend through the pandemic, and we were able to, uh, you know, really help them, uh, and you know, in turn, help help the business. So, a lot to be grateful for, despite the continued craziness. Uh, it's been a totally insane year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, and so I want to talk about eventually. I want to talk about the uh, the infrastructure upgrades that you guys were rolling out just as I joined in October. Um, but I, let's do a let's do a quick overview for for someone for someone who's maybe kind of new to Chartable um, has maybe heard of it or been using it for a little bit. Give me a give me a big picture overview of of what Chartable is and and what products and services we're offering as a company. Yeah, so the zoomed out view is that Chartable gives podcast publishers the tools they need to understand and grow their audiences, and that we give podcast advertisers the tools they need to understand if the ads they're buying on podcasts actually work. And um, there's a lot of uh, products underneath the hood, especially on the publisher side. We have a whole suite of tools for you know aggregating analytics and giving people tools they need to measure exactly where their downloads are coming from and where their downloads are going. Uh, and that's where you know the publisher and the advertiser side meet. Is that one place downloads go is to you know folks hear an ad and that influences some decision they take in the future, whether that's buying a mattress or installing an app or something like that. And um, yeah. That's that 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 works. And 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 so smart ads and smart promos, were these both products that you rolled out this year? When you because you you mentioned earlier that you you really started focusing on revenue streams. So I'm kind of wondering what the kind of where the the transition was there. We've uh, been working on attribution products for much longer than that. I would say starting with our initial attribution product called Smart Links, mm-hmm. which we launched in I believe March of 2019. That's when we started working we, on it. We didn't launch till a couple months later, but yeah. We so and and just when I say attribution, just the notion of understanding how a marketing campaign, if you're promoting a show or if you're promoting a website, how effective has that promotion been? So we we initially launched tools for publishers to understand their marketing efforts, and we've been 
running with attribution products ever since. So starting at, at March 2019, launching a bit later than that with Smart Links. Um, but it had been in the works to work on smart promos and smart ads and launch them essentially since March of 2019. Um, so we've been on this, um, at this point, multi-year track to uh, solve this problem for the industry. Yeah, and the, the and again, zooming out, the way that I've been thinking about it is that we're measuring the listener journey um, throughout the, like every every touch point with the podcast, whether that's seeing an ad for a podcast on the web and then going and downloading the podcast, hearing an ad for a podcast on another podcast and downloading it, or hearing an ad for something something else like a mattress on a podcast and then going and, and buying the mattress. And we can give uh, you know an overview of how many people are, are hearing the ad or taking some kind of action uh, after they've heard it. Awesome. Yeah, no, that's that's great. I uh, just wanted to kind of uh, make sure that was out there for, for folks who maybe aren't as familiar with uh, sure. the product. Yeah. Uh, awesome. So yeah, so let's talk about let's talk about Chartable 2.0. The big so so one one thing that definitely changed over the last year, and you know you can kind of uh, infer it from just understanding that our business has been growing is the event volume that we're ingesting, um, which is um, just a fancy way of saying all the data that we're uh, getting to run these attribution products. It's been growing, uh, and it's been growing in a very intense way. Mm-hmm. Um, and as a result, the initial prototype systems that we built uh, so many, you know, like a year and a half ago at this point, we're, we're just not keeping up um, with with the sheer volume of data, with the rate at which we we're accepting data to run our attribution products. So we finally paid the cost there and upgraded our system a few months ago. The upgrade was both to address the current problem of, you know, this large volume of data. How do we accept it, analyze it, and return results to our clients um, in a timely fashion. It was both to keep up with that current problem, but also to give us the architecture we need to scale up with even more volume. We could 10x the number of events we're getting, and, and we'd still be fine, and provide additional new products on top of what we already offer. Um, and that's that's probably the key to what we're excited about with Chartable 2.0 is that additional flexibility we're gaining to offer additional products that uh, we're really excited to get in the hands of advertisers and publishers. Dave, you look like you had a thought there for a minute. Well, I mean, I mean just for context, right? Like when we started the company, um, which was, you know, two and a half years ago at this point, um, we were new to podcasting, uh, having, you know, just started a podcast ourselves. And every time we built something, we thought, okay, is anyone actually going to want this, right? Mm. Which is a classic startup problem. Like, you know, you have to make mm-hmm. something people want, and it's often not clear uh, before it gets made whether somebody wants it or not. And, you know, we've gone from, when we first launched our RSS prefix, which help us, helps us measure downloads and is like one of the key, key pieces of smart links and smart promos, you know, we were doing hundreds of downloads a day, maybe thousands for that first month. And now, you know, on a, on any random day, we would be doing 30 or 40 million downloads through that same system, right? Uh, which is crazy. It's like well over a billion downloads a month at this point. And that is a scale that was like, <laughs> if you had told me like two years later that we would we'd be doing that uh, with our, you know, with our analytics integration, I just, it, it would have blown my mind. It's like, it's definitely like way more uh, adoption than we would have expected, I think. And so that's awesome. And we have the great problem of scaling to, to 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 meet that meet that need that demand, um, but as Harish said, it's not just about about 
you know, meeting their existing demand. It's about building something for the future and building ourselves the kind of tools we need to 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 keep moving things forward. Yeah. I think this is a good place to transition into what's next for Chartable then. Like what do y'all uh what do we see happening in the over the next coming months? And and if you can go further than that, I'd love to kind of hear your your vision for for twenty twenty one. We all uh uh we all get to go back outside again is uh, the thing I'm most excited about. But Yeah. I think that's <laughs> um, gonna be good. I hear outside is cool. I haven't really yeah. been there in a while, but <laughs> Yeah, it's been a long time. We're we're actually gonna transition to becoming an outdoor events company. That's, oh, that's wow. going to be the big innovation. <laughs> I would so the, love that. Um, it's, um, what I would say is, um, you know, the tool set that we're building, our goal has always been to allow publishers to fully take advantage of their data. And we do strongly believe that this is, you know, your data as a creator, as a publisher, to help you grow your shows, to help you understand your audience, to help you um, attract advertisers. And everything that we're going to be doing uh, from here, here on out, just like we have been doing before, is to continue down that path. Some of the things that we're excited about um, and that we we should be able to accomplish now for sure with the new um, upgrade is provide further layers of analysis on your own data. Um, so just as an example, from a marketing campaign, you might know through our smart promos or smart links campaign who converted, who kept coming back. That's uh, that's a pretty frequent we ask question in other forms of media. That's a question that we will be able to answer using this new infrastructure. With our data provider integrations, we should be able to provide you greater insight into not just how many listeners there are on your show, but a little bit more detail on who those listeners are. Just enough so that you can understand these are the um, types of folks who I should be marketing my show to. These are the types of folks who I'm not capturing yet. And we want to be able to roll those sorts of insights out across the entire platform. And similarly, on the advertiser side, there's a zillion problems that have not been solved. And of course, we're not going to be able to solve them all. You know, the thing that I think we've done a great job, especially this year, of solidifying and improving is giving advertisers that deep insight into you know the power of their podcast campaigns. Like how you know we all know that podcast ads really work uh, and that they move the needle, but we're able to really demonstrate that both with our um, our smart ads tool and the you know the new feature we rolled out this year called Incremental Lift, which really isolates the effect of a particular campaign. But there's a bunch of stuff leading up to running a campaign, which just can still be painful like figuring out like which shows should i advertise on and mm-hmm. um are there other shows like the shows that i'm advertising on that uh would be you know uh that i should be you know talking to and you know setting up a media buy executing it every step of the way there's friction and again we're not gonna be able to solve all of those but we're excited about attacking uh, uh a few of them awesome one of the other things i'd like to point out is just that um we've been really lucky to grow the team with some like wonderful folks like you, Aaron. So, uh, you know, Aaron is one of our most recent hires along with, um, a bunch of great folks, Megan, uh, who joined us for NPR, Bradley, a new engineer and Ven, uh, another uh, senior backend engineer in California. We're, we're, you know, uh, growing up slowly and steadily as a company. And it's just been like a huge, um, it's something I'm really grateful for to have this team, uh, to work with. Uh, so, uh, you know, thinking of like end of year stuff. That's one of the things I'm super excited about and seeing what we can achieve next year. Yeah. I think you've, uh, I, I personally, from my perspective, I think you've built a pretty strong team. So 
I'm, a, I'm, uh, that's one of the reasons I was excited and, and really pushed to, to get these recordings back going, because I think it's, I, th- I think a lot of the times the folks behind the, the, the companies and the products don't get a chance to, to kind of, uh, express themselves and, and talk about things and have conversations in a, in a podcast is a great way to do that. I I'm excited. I'm excited for, for 2021 personally, and to, to see what you guys are able to build, what we're able to build as a team. Yeah, man. And uh, let's go with uh, let's say any any podcast recommendations. I know you did this in the last episode. Uh, so, it, are there any are there any shows that you have been just really enjoying lately? Um, the, there's two that come to mind for me. One is uh, I'm still just about to finish his Floodlines from the Atlantic. It was released earlier in the year. I don't know if y'all had a chance to listen. It's about uh, Katrina and the government response, and it's just like. I mean, it's not like easy listening or anything, uh, but it's uh, I found myself completely immersed in it in a way that I haven't 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 been that deeply caught by a podcast in a while. And then the other is the most recent season of Lost Notes, uh, which like examines uh, records from uh, nineteen eighty in detail. Also, like not ultimately, you think talking about a Stevie Wonder record uh, would be something that uh, you know wouldn't necessarily bring you to tears, but man, it was a really intense examination of like the political and societal stuff happening around the time of his, uh, his record that he released in 1980 and his push to make Martin Luther King uh, day, a nationally recognized holiday. So there's a lot to cover in 25 minutes uh, of that show, but man, it was, it was one of the best things I heard all year. All right. I'm pulling up my phone so I can subscribe to both of those. (laughs) All right. Great, great recommendations. Uh, I'm definitely gonna check those out. Harish, how about yourself? Um, So for me, plus one to, Floodlines. I actually just started mm-hmm. listening to it um, maybe a week ago, two weeks ago, based on a, an, an idle Slack comment that Dave made. So uh, ultimately, the recommendation still comes from Dave. Uh, this is but, how you solve uh, podcast discovery. Just yeah. leave r- random comments in Slack channels. <laughs> One gigantic Slack channel for every podcast listener. That'll that'll solve it That's, for sure. This is a really good idea. We should pivot the company. <laughs> Um, I, I do highly recommend listening to it. It's, um, in in addition to being extremely thought provoking, it's just, it's really well put together. Listening to it reminds me of how I felt when I was listening to, and I know it it has become slightly controversial in the intervening time, but Caliphate, I was, I was really into that, uh, podcast at the time. It was not controversial at the time. And, uh, I thought it was just so well done from, you know, the music to the production quality to the pacing, um, and this this feels very similar to that, um, you know, kind of like elevating this this style of narrative documentary to an art form. Um, and then uh, the other thing, which maybe some of you have heard of, is I've been listening to the Daily. Uh, it's a podcast from uh, the Washington Post. Well, it's <laughs> I, it's one of those media outlets, um, but I'm I can't remember which one. But I've I I was always uh, kind of an avid listener to it, and then I dropped off around uh, let's say six months ago, and it seemed to get uh, you know, so intense and my daily life was already intense and I just couldn't handle it anymore. So, um, so then I just stopped, but since, uh, life has become slightly less intense and, and at least for me in a recent month or so, uh, I've started to listen to it again and I find it, uh, just like a nice way to start my morning. Can I add one more rec? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, I really liked Fiasco, which is by the dude who did Slow Burn Seasons 1 and 2 from Slate. Um, it was previously a Luminary exclusive show. Mm. Um, it is now the first season is on the open ecosystem. Uh, and it's about Bush v. Gore and the recounts in Florida. It's also, I mean, 
Harish, you mentioned Caliphate, and that's like that was like for me like the peak of like uh, just like incredibly well done, incredibly immersive storytelling from that from like 2018. It like totally blew my mind, and like I don't feel like I had anything in 2019 that quite hit that same mark. And again, I, I know there's some controversy or whatever about it now, but yeah, this year it feels like there's a lot of amazing stuff out there. Or maybe I just was not paying enough attention in 2019, but this year definitely feels like there's an abundance of riches of stuff that I have to like go make a, a listening list and find more ways to listen. Yeah, no, I agree. This I've, I've been involved in podcasting since 2012 and every year since then has felt like just like, wow, like it's so much more impressive than last year. It just feels like every single year, more and more people are getting excited about this medium and really like, really bringing creativity and um and just like unique voices and stories and perspectives and it's so cool like it's uh, i'm really excited about what podcasting has has evolved into and uh and where it looks like it's continuing to to grow um so absolutely yeah. Uh, let's see a couple, uh, I'll throw in a recommendation for Cal Newport's podcast, uh, deep questions with Cal Newport. I find this guy just like, he's, he's so calm and wise and he just like, he just takes questions from people, uh, and he, he answers them. I don't, I don't know. Deep questions with Cal Newport. Take a look. If you like the, sh- the show description, you'll kind of know if it's, if it's a show for you. Um, definitely just like just a calm, steady voice that's been in my head weekly for the past six months and has, has really just like, what did I say? And I think I said in Slack, it's like a, uh, it's like a, a warm bath for my mind. I don't know. It's just like, <laughs> <laughs> just like relaxing and, 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 and soothing. Um, and it has really, has really helped, uh, uh, be a voice of calm in a in a kind of a intense year. So there's a show from from John Gruber and and Ben Thompson of Daring Fire, Fireball and and Stratechery. They they do a, a paid only podcast called Dithering now, which is something I thought was really interesting. Uh, three t- I like the format and the concept. Three times a week, you pay I think something like five bucks a month. Um, and it's just, uh, I'm, I'm curious to follow the, uh, subscription podcasts. I, I, I do think that there is a market for subscription podcasts. I think once people become familiar enough with a creator, yeah, one, 100%. Um, yeah. that, uh, but I, but I feel like the, the infrastructure for creatives is not quite there yet. Um, but, but I think we're, things are moving in that direction and, um, yeah, so I'm I'm excited to see more shows like that. The show's called Dithering. Uh, if you know either Ben Thompson or, or John Gruber, I can highly recommend it. It's, it's nice to have uh, it's nice to have these short 15 minute episodes in your in your podcast player a couple times a week. All awesome. right, that's uh, yeah, that's it for me. Okay, as I don't know if if it's going to be in the beginning of the show or not, but if you'd like, we I'll say this: we would love questions from listeners. We would love feedback from listeners. Definitely send all your questions and feedback to Harish at Charter. <laughs> they just got sent from my address to Dave, so please do. Yeah, he's got a forward. I just send all my email to Dave. It's like a chain uh, letter. Feel feel truthfully. Feel free to. Is are you guys really comfortable with sharing your email addresses on the show? Because yeah, I mean, that's fine. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. Yeah. I mean, it's not like Harish that busy. So report. you spell you spell mine D A V E. At charitable.com. <laughs> you heard it here first. Uh, <laughs> it's, yeah, the Dave is silent, I think is what. <laughs> Dave at charitable.com or Aaron at charitable.com. Could we set up like a podcast at charitable.com? Yeah, email we address? can set that up. Is that a thing we could yeah. do? Please, please uh, uh, feel free to, to reach out with comments. Um, you can find us on Twitter as well. 
Um, chartable, at chartable.com is the, the handle for the, the company Twitter URL, right? Yes. Awesome. And uh, send us your feedback, send us your questions. If you have reviews you'd like to leave, um, do that. Please be gentle. And uh, thank you so much for listening. Thanks and, for listening. Uh, thank you. Thanks, Aaron, for getting thank us you. on here. Yeah, thank you yeah. so much, Aaron. This is great. Yeah. And uh, we'll we'll talk again soon. We're going to do more episodes. In fact, can we say the next the topic of the next episode? I was going to say, like, uh, I, I, I'm excited about some of this data I'm pulling for, like, trends from 2020. I think oh, it's yeah. interesting to end talk about End of year. End of year. Let's do that. Um, end of year. Do an end of year episode. Yeah. All right. We, well, we'll do that. And we, I know we have lots of other topics prepared uh, that we're excited to talk about. So we'll, we'll keep them coming if you keep listening. How's that? Sounds good. All right. Guys, have an excellent Friday. We'll talk again soon. All right. Thanks, Aaron. Yeah. Talk soon. Bye.